I'm going to get right to it, y'all, because I am actually doing a last-minute voice memo. The podcast comes out Tuesday nights at midnight, the audio version, and then Wednesday on YouTube. So I'm in my car, parked. I'm about to do stand-up, and I just burped. That was gross. Um, I'm in front of a giant reindeer that's deflating. That's like a Christmas decorum, and it's blinking and dying and it's really bumming me out. <laughs> but I wanted to just do a quick, quick open before we get to Dita Von Teese, just saying um, that her show that we talk about, like towards the end a lot, has been rescheduled, the one for New Year's Eve. Like everything these days, who knows if anything's going to ever actually happen. For now, my tour is on. Nothing is changing. I am not doing some of the coastal cities where things are really... Um, getting tricky again. So Vegas is on, uh, all my January, February dates are on, uh, as of now. Um, I know I have a lot of people asking and it's super boring to talk about it, but it's, we freaking have to love you guys. Um, Dita, this episode is so wild. I, I mean, I was without speech. I was speechless. I, my, I was getting tongue tied. I was getting physically aroused, emotionally frustrated. Like, I just love her. I, I, she, she's got this feline energy and her skin is flawless. Sometimes you're like, okay, bitch is flawless. And then you see him up close and you're like, okay, I'm, I feel okay. Not like they look bad. I'm just saying you're like, okay. Like it was lighting. It was me. This bitch legitimately looks like a doll, like one of those porcelain dolls from like the, the, depression like the 20s like the creepy ass ones but without the dead eyes it's just she's something else um what a dream i love you guys i'll shut up um if you guys subscribe that you'll know when the youtube comes i i'm not gonna pressure anyone to do anything they don't want to do you'll do it if you want to but a lot of people are asking when the youtube is going to come out and if you just subscribe you don't have to wait for it it'll come to you isn't that how that works um uh and then what i'll shut up i love you guys I'm going to hang up this deer, man. Do I blow up a deer that's dying? Like the way I would resuscitate an animal, mouth to full mouth to mouth, if it was dying, what do you do about it? Because an inflatable deer, I know I could get oxygen back in it and get it back up. But do I just let it go flaccid? I, there's something sad about a, a Christmas deer who's brought so many people joy and they don't even bother keeping it fucking inflated so that it can, you know, go out with a little dignity. Love you guys. Happy New Year. Um, the podcast, we're going to have a bunch of new changes next year. Very excited to show you and share with you. We're changing the studio um, completely. So, uh, you know, the next uh, couple episodes we shot already, Nick Swartzen, Sam Morell, fucking hilarious people coming up. We have David Sinclair coming back in January to tell us how to live forever, if that's something you're into. I'm not even sure if that's for me, but, you know. A kid? Oh! <gasps> A kid just walked by me. Oh, hey, oh my God, a kid is hitting the deer. I have to take a video of this for Dita Von Tis. I mean, come on. So podcasts are like, I I didn't want to do a podcast for so long because I was like, I just feel like I'm, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm also very <laughs> speechless. Staring at you was a very intense experience, borderline demoralizing. You're like, but how did she get that much makeup on her face, dude? <laughs> I. You don't look like you're wearing a lot of makeup. Oh, That's okay, what's thanks. weird. I guess I just am. You know, people always when people see me with no makeup on, sometimes they go, "Oh, you look so much younger. Why don't you uh, not wear makeup anymore?" And I'm like, "But I don't want to look younger, and I like makeup. It's fun." Bitch. I know. Why do I feel like? This is gonna this is a wild way to open. I feel like we're getting way hotter as we get older. I mean, some things are better. I feel definitely like I'm getting smarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, finally. I st- yeah, I finally stopped dating malignant narcissists. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I always feel up. like I'm getting better in a lot of ways in life and what I do. Um, but you know, then there's somebody that come along and tell you like you're starting to look old. You know, social media. Who are they're these like people. <laughs> hanging out no, with No, I mean like on social media or oh. something like you just like suddenly you're like I feel good and then suddenly you're like oh. Yeah, I mean that's someone that it just will never be able to sleep with you, right? So they're like that's right. why I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. When but, they when they make it their idea yeah. that they're not dating you. I love all my banned words on socials. It's my okay. favorite new thing. So is on to Instagram, on you can, so that you just get, it's like people are leaving the same kind of comments over and over again, like trolls and stuff, like QAnon, little like, you know, um, uh, uh, harems Q, of mm-hmm. QAnon boys. Mm-hmm. You can block certain words that are like your most, it took me a second to understand this. So I'm dying to know what yours were. Mine were like comments I was getting so often, words and comments that I just blocked the word altogether. Busted, oh. cunt, probably, oh. uh, unfuckable, big one, which is, by the way, but if I don't want to fuck you, I don't care that you don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just this mm-hmm. thing of, like, you're on, unf- I'm not going to fuck you. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I didn't, like, realize uh, uh, that I that was going for your approval. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when it's yeah, new, when yeah. they made the decision to stop dating you. Mm-hmm. In their comment, you're yeah. like, oh, God, okay, sorry, oh, I guess we're right. broken up. <laughs> I got too old. Um, and then, uh, and then like, female comics names, like, other female comics. I have a bunch of names banned as well. Can I ask? No. <laughs> Can I guess? I mean, well, you could probably guess. Right, like, right, 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 right. Like, you could guess, like, a sure. certain rock star I used to be married to sure, 22 sure. years ago. Sure, sure. That I keep getting asked about that I don't want to be asked about. But, you know. Yeah, I've been in a situation where I, you know, we don't need to get too in, into that. But when someone else's behavior, all of a sudden, it's like, you need to answer for it. It's like, mm-hmm. how is this my thing? You know, like yeah. I think, yeah, when the, the woman I feel like always has to answer for stuff and it's just like, oh, yeah, well, like, ask but, someone but, else. But, yeah. yeah. Why are you, why are you talk to the people that want to talk about it? Yeah, correct. Well, correct. I'm I mean, saving mine for my book. Yeah, there you go. Bitch. Uh, see, you're very strategic about how like mysterious you are. You're very mysterious <laughs> to me. And then I meet you and you're disarming because you're like so funny. Like I knew you were funny and charming. Oh, and God, can it. I put that in quotes? That you yeah, said yes, I was funny because <laughs> I said, oh, I'm going to come on there and be like, I'm just, I'm only funny in like a really stupid, stupid way. Like. Uh, like, I think you're funny and incredibly well. I think to me the funniest thing is always saying like what everybody is thinking, and no one has the balls to say. Did I do and that you today already? already? Done it, t- t- it was, the, it was your shirt, right? No, it, well there was that. You called me out on my shirt. No, like, I love this shirt though. It brought joy to my morning. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. And I, I mean, you look like like Italian Mrs. Claw. Like if you do <laughs> not see what she looks like right now, have you seen Babes in Toyland, the movie Babes in Toyland? That's what she looks like. She looks like Evita, and I'm literally stuck. Is this what it's like to be a straight man around women? <laughs> like I'm like totally mumbling. I have no idea what I'm saying. And you're also you're and you also you leave room. See, I just never stop talking. Mm-hmm. So you and you you just will 
listen and it's very attractive. I'm going to start doing this. Is this the key to you being the greatest burlesque? Just easily. She's like, I just figured out. Just be pretty and just talk when you need to say something. Right. Sexy's yeah. not alive. Cal- calculating and deliberate. Um, no, I mean, I think I, I, I'm a big fan of yours and I'm, I listen to you. I'm like, I just want to listen. Actually, I just want to hang out with you and not be recorded so that we can just say everything we want to say too. Yeah, I know. We <laughs> should do that at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, after we've made money together, we'll go like, okay, now we can okay. have a friendship okay. off camera. Mm-hmm. Word. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that you are so, because I do think that Burlesque uh, and drag are like the two art forms now that are you can really do like everyone's like in comedy you can't make these jokes mm. you can't do this like burlesque and drag is where where we used to be able to go in oh. terms of like you know I mean I don't feel that I feel like there's a lot of parameters I think more for burlesque than yeah. for drag I yeah. think drag gets like a pass sometimes because you know it's sometimes comedy or you know it, and I, th- I think. And also they get a pass, like, with even with nudity, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I still can't perform at any of the big places in Nashville because, um, you know, of the female nudity laws, and they don't exist for men. So, you know, I got on a call once with the Nashville theater that I wanted to do, the only one that fits my show that's big enough. And, you know, they said, well, there's a lot of things about the nudity laws here. And I was like, okay, well, you explain it, run it, run it through for me. And have you said, seen okay, my well, body? It doesn't apply yeah, to my body. The though. thing that I had a, pro- you know, okay, obviously, like you can't show under boob, you can't wear pasties, you have to wear an illusion bra, that's fine. But the thing that really got me was they said, you can't show that crease between your leg and your butt. But- so, you know, like, and I said, well, can't I wear like a full bikini, like a bikini, like a brief, you know, like a 50s brief? No, because you can see that crease between the line. You have to wear something like a bike shorts. And I said, well, what about tights with like a bathing suit bottom? About, and they said, like no. Under Armour bike shorts? Yeah, bike shorts. They said a bike shorts. Mm-hmm. And I remember them saying a bike shorts. And I, I, I thought a rhinestone bike I, shorts I, I is interesting, but not. There's something kind of amazing to me that this is just his fetish. And he like, he's it was like, actually a woman telling me oh, all this oh this is a woman okay yeah okay then yeah maybe she's her husband's going to the show yeah and then the la- the other kicker was i said well you know there's just as many men in the show as women so what are the rules for the men showing their bodies because you know we have them in like little underwear or like their boxer shorts or and he's oh there's not any rules for the men and i was like yeah that's yeah, what i that thought tracks. I follow a lot of girls on Instagram that live uh, in Nashville, and I see a lot of creases, and I see a lot of mm-hmm. under boob. Um, that is also wild because as soon as you said that, you were like, "You can't show the crease under your butt." I'm like, "You mean yeah. my butt?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, I was like, "It's because like oh, certain kind of butts do that," and I love that he like or this person like assumes right, some all don't. Butts. Yeah, like if you're 12, you can show because you don't have a crease yet. Yeah. But no, but I guess it's about the alcohol, and I was just like, I don't really want to do a sober burlesque show. That does not sound fun. So they're not allowed to have alcohol in the venue either. Right, it's alcohol with nudity is the real problem. Like in this country, in different states, like there's yes. all kinds of wild rules. Benton like, before the shows, in um, when we tour, goes <laughs> over all the weird laws in the cities yeah. that we go to, so he will know. Yeah, right. And I'm from Nashville, so that's why oh, I had are... to travel to Atlanta to watch you. Right, because mm-hmm. we right. have all those rules. Because at strip clubs in Nashville, you have to bring your own beer. Really? Or BYOB, yeah. Huh. That sounds okay. And then the girls aren't actually stripping. <laughs> okay. They're just like in. They're just bikinis. Shorts. Right, right. <laughs> bike shorts, yeah. Bike shorts. Yeah, weird. Is that where that whole came from? Like, Kesha is a friend of mine. She's always wearing biking shorts with cowboy boots. That is kind of a thing right now. That's kind of well, a I'm Nashville not, thing. I'm not maybe. doing that. Yeah, you're not doing that. No, no, no. You are not doing that. <laughs> I was trying to actually figure out how to make that, like, bike shorts, like, 
vi- there's nothing vintagey. I mean, I guess it's like a girdle, maybe a girdle. I don't know. Or like bathing suits that were longer, right? right? Like bathing suits that went kind of low. I mean, not like that low. Yeah, that's like Victorian times or something. That's like <laughs> it is bloomers. Yeah, bloomers. Sh- but come on, diaphanous bloomers. I was also weighing like the expense of getting new costumes for everyone, yes. and then going, do I really need to do this? Do they need to change their laws. Don't I don't me. need to. Yeah, if I accommodate them, then yeah. can we ask yeah. what the venue was? I don't remember, but one of those big theaters. But I also know that Drag Race got to go into that same venue and, you know, do striptease. And I was sitting there going, Uh, that's not cool. (laughs) That's so wild. wild? But it is state by state. What is your favorite state or or country, really, to perform in? I know you were just in Paris doing Dancing with the Stars, whatever. I'd have to say San Francisco Mm -hmm. ranks high as far as cities that are just wild and people go, like, crazy. And then... London, mm-hmm. you know, I do the London Palladium, and I can do like six nights sold out there, and it's like three thousand or something like that, Wild. and it's a scene, you know, the way people dress yep, up yep. for the show in there. The girl, it's almost all women. For people yeah. that don't know, it's a burlesque show, but people that come to my show are usually women, mm. and uh, the men that are there are usually gay, or they're the husband, or you know, boyfriend of the women that want to go yeah. to a strip show. So it's not what you, what people think. I'm so fascinated by, I mean, you are coined the queen of burlesque. You are, you know, comedians, we see a very specific uh, side of people's nature. I also mm-hmm. feel like you are uniquely qualified to understand parts of human nature that most people just will never see or understand. Like, what mm-hmm. have you learned from human nature just from what you do? Yeah. Well, I feel like there's been a big arc in my career from when I started in the early 90s and I was a playboy girl and I had, you know, the heterosexual male gaze on me, you know, and then how that changed. That's what I have on you too. Just when I, I, when I, thank I, you. I, put the, I put that on when you're around, they just yeah. can't help it. And then that changed drastically, I think, in the early 2000s when I wrote my first book. And then when I wrote my second book, it was suddenly I had all these like women following me and that changed. And so it's kind of weird also to me. I just got back from Dancing with the Stars in France and I was kind of, you know, a lot of like these men were suddenly like really into me again, you know, like because I was on TV and I was the one with the boobs and the, you know, know, (laughs) doing the thing. Costume's too small for me. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) don't tell us about your giant book career. And I was suddenly like, oh God, I have all these like, like, like heterosexual men shaking around me again it's like it was weird to have that again I think that there's also a little bit of a swing back to you know because we see so much nudity all the time now whenever you want you can watch Mm -hmm. whenever and there's something I think about you know burlesque and what you do specifically that is actually so much sex we have so much access to sex but it's not sexy Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I think that there's a real uh you know I was um I was like, whenever I go to my gynecologist, I always ask her, like, what are the new trends? Like, tell me everything. Like, mm-hmm. I tell her, like, you know, yeah. give me, like, the hot gossip. And she says the main hot gossip right now is that women are getting uh, plugs for pubes to get them back because they lasered Wait, them off. What? They lasered wow. their pubes in their 20s, and now the guys are like, we like pubes. And I think that because, you know, men have so much access to so many shaved, bo- like, anywhere, right. I think by the time mm-hmm. you have someone that's actually just, like, teasing mm-hmm. you in some way, it's mm-hmm. so much sexier. Yeah. It's, I like that it's swinging back. I think so. There's something just like more yeah. sexual about it because I feel like we've all gone so numb to what's actually sexy. Yeah, you know. I can see that. I mean, I think what I try to put into my burlesque show is everything's got to have a little bit of humor. So I like. I'm never overtly sexual. It's always to me. I make 
uh, acts and scenes that I think are funny, you know, so that always has that. And so it's not too serious or too erotic. It's like, but I'll think of something like, oh, I'm going to ride a giant lipstick like a bucking bronco because it's, it's funny. It's like a fetish so good. thing, but it still has something that makes me laugh. And if it makes me laugh, I mean, I, I don't, it's more about how I feel on stage right. really than, than if it th- other people get are in on the joke. I mean, sometimes they are, but sometimes they're not. But. Which is so like, it's so, so mind blowing for anything, like to feel sexy, to feel strong, anything. Like if you don't feel it, they don't feel it. Right. Like it took me so long, like as a comedian to be like, you know what? I don't think this joke's that funny. It kills, but like, I don't like if, yeah, if it doesn't yeah. make me laugh. Mm-hmm. And now I have a couple jokes in my new hour. That's like, they do pr- well most of the time, but they're kind of, Five years ago, I would cut it, but I'm like, that one's for me. Like, yeah, I gotta have yeah. some fun up here. Yeah, do you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to. That's how I look at it, too. Like, if they don't get it, I don't really care. Because you do. It's just like, yeah, you could be an actor and read the lines on the page. Or you can be thinking something while you're reading them. Usually the opposite of what you're saying. Yeah, totally. And then is... it's magic. So I think the same thing with performance, and I'm sure with what you do, too. This is oh, disarming. Yeah. She's disarming. It's very <laughs> disarming. It's very intense. Really, no okay. one's ever told me that. You're incredibly, you're incredibly disarming. In a, the best way, the best possible way. Okay. It's like I'm just fascinated by you. It's like when you and I'm, I'm just. There's so many <laughs> things I want to do, but not do say, and I'm trying to make it so that my brain doesn't jump around. I have recently become obsessed with fetishes because the older I get, the more I like explore them obviously mm-hmm. I'm on a journey uh, but I'm fascinated because I'm just I'm, I'm mostly fascinated by just like the psychology of power and people and sex and how sex is this mm-hmm. way we can kind of heal ourselves hurt ourselves if that's what you're you know whatever mm-hmm. uh, what do you have any intel on uh, foot fetish I believe the two going theories I've heard are that the feet look like dicks look like little dicks oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what I. But go on. Let well, and that that uh, that babies when their mother was like, if their mother was like barefoot, like doing laundry or something, mm-hmm. or walking around the house, babies would try to crawl towards their mm-hmm. mother, see their toes, and rub their. Huh, interesting. You know, and then this is how they do. They, your foot goes together like that. Right. Right. I like your second two theories, and mm-hmm. from what I know, like I have a lot over the years since I was twenty years old, I've known a lot of fetishists yeah. and interview asked them a lot of questions. Obsessed. And I remember one of the most like powerful foot fetishist people that I ever knew that was really like really basically he said I'd rather me rubbing someone's foot is like more, better than sex for me genuinely. And I was like, whoa, whoa, well, how did this start? <laughs> uh, and he said um, that he was in like grade school and the girl in front of him used to take her shoes off every day. And that was what triggered it for him. And I was like, that's interesting. But that's not the same story for everyone. I, so it's different. You know? There's no one no, universal I've heard rule. other stories too before. But and then there's people that like different things about feet. So I think you know, there's yeah. you can't really say, oh, people that have a foot fetish have it because of this. People that have a smoking fetish have it because of this. People that like to be tramp, you know, like and tickling someone that has a foot fetish with you. Uh, if they saw my feet, they probably would not have a fetish. <laughs> it's also specific to the feet. I feel like <laughs> my favorite fetish that I had heard of that I thought was really amusing was this guy. Um, well, actually, I made a video, and every time I talk about this video, people go, "Can I see that video?" I go, "Nope, saving it for a rainy day." Smart, smart. <laughs> Um, but this guy ha- wrote a script about like I would like it if you- and I used to make these custom videos for you know back in the 90s and I just film it on the camcorder with just my for, friends or whatever for people yeah they'd pay and I they'd get their VHS so you tape started in the mail. cameo 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think I started it, but I used to do like little videos and send it off to people in wow. the same kind of way you could order a Betty Page video. I basically followed the Betty Page career and said, okay, she used to make custom photos, you know, and videos, and they'd send them to these guys in a plain paper package. So I would do things like that, and people would write me scripts. And this is, you know, it was they'd pay yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my favorites, this guy wrote a script about me and my friend taking ballet class and he was very specific pink tights with seams up the back the ballet shoes hair in a chignon with a hairnet you and your friend are taking ballet class and then you know she gets a little bit annoyed with you for whatever reason and um she puts a cream pie in your face and then you put a cream pie in her face i've never i mean have you ever had a pie in the face like for real real like marie calendar's pie I was going to say, we talking key lime. We talking I'm talking like a big, <laughs> thick, expensive pie. <laughs> I remember you calendars, dude. I spent my first five years in L.A. writing uh, fucking vagina jokes and Marie calendars. Um, <laughs> so the PTSD is real. Uh, you know what? Oh, can't say PTSD. Uh, can we not? No. Can you? What? It's my understanding you can't, it's, you know, you can't really say PTSD anymore because Post- people that have real PTSD are offended by that. Yeah, but I have real PTSD. You from do? Marie okay, Calendars. that's fine. I know. That, <laughs> that that's my real. argument. But <laughs> that was, I mean, what's more traumatic than be, spending five years at Marie Calendars on Wilshire across from E? <laughs> I feel like I will, I will happily uh, get the letters from that uh, organization. Okay. I did get in trouble for saying spaz. I oh. call myself a spaz. Really? Yeah, I was like, I'm being such a spaz. And I'm like, that's like... Oh, well, that one I don't What know. is it? It's yeah. just I don't mean know to spazzes? I don't know. Is it short for something? <laughs> spastic? Is it slang that's... Spastic. But is spastic like a bad... It's is like, like if a, you say is like... Is it a real... That's what I said. Is someone like, I have spastic syndrome. No, but if Like, I've never met anyone that was like, oh, I'm, I grew up, you know, with spastic, spastic. syndrome. <laughs> it's it's like, I mean, I know people that are... It has something to do with schizophrenia. But here, but when someone goes, oh, I'm being such a schizo or something, but it's also like... Oh, but that's different. Schizo... If I say spaz, that's mean to spazzes. Okay, but I'm being mean to myself. And there's no spasm. Yeah, and also, too, a spasm is a real thing, right? Yes. Like, you know? Yeah, and, and like, I'm a spaz. Okay, I guess I, oh. I think I'm great. I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a terrible person. I'm just saying I'm a spaz, and I spaz are cool. I'm going to let you keep spaz and PTSD. <laughs> Okay, very schizo. Good. Okay. okay, but schizo, I'm just curious. We have to no. ask. I just want to know the yeah, logic. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, I get that you can't the say schizo. The logic sk- is I decide. But so what yeah, if... Yeah. I, I was actually... I just love that she's in the corner, she's like, on guard. She's on guard. <laughs> I need I need to hire somebody. Cal- Callie, my assistant over there, she's never... She's going to advise me the wrong way all the time. So I need somebody. <laughs> <She's your> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I... Uh, yes, yeah, she basically just sits here and... Um, it makes it so that I don't get canceled. Right. Speaking uh, of fetishes, I heard you tell this story one time in an interview that I really thought was interesting about this man who his fetish was to watch really well-dressed women litter. Yeah, littering and in I the was forest. Like, what? Ah! <laughs> I have that script somewhere. It's in my storage somewhere. It's one of my favorites. This should be a sh- like a like a doc like a an hour like, just like reshoot like just sketch, shoot them. Yeah, like just shoot just like five, five or six of them. Put put it on OnlyFans. Why I mean, OnlyFans? It would live. No, I know. But like, I and I really was like, I want to do this one, and I don't know why I didn't do it. But yeah, walking through the forest wearing an amazing outfit and just littering trash from my purse, throwing out gum, like making a mess of the. He liked, and he also had one that was a fantasy. I was like, I don't think that's gonna happen, dude. But his uh, his other <laughs> script was about wearing all these 
fur coats and clubbing baby seals. Like, and I was like, that's what? not cool. But I was for a second thinking maybe I can get like some, um, like some stuffed animals, you know? Yeah, that would be real. I mean, I, honestly, I feel like John Waters. Not, no, not okay. taxidermy animals. This is how you do this. You go like, if you want me to get the baby seals, I need like 10 grand airfare to get the seal, <laughs> to get yeah, the whole just, thing. Just like play it through. And then you got, I'm sure there's a taxidermy one somewhere at a... Right, uh, but I wouldn't even want to club a taxidermy seal. It would break my heart. I want to... Yeah, I, then you could spend half the money, like, though, the donating plushies. to the Harp Seal store. While we're on the topic of fetishes, um, I have a question that we, me and Whitney have discussed this. There's this theory that, um, that women don't have fetishes. They just mimic the fetishes of men. I've Ooh. said that before and actually okay, felt like, oh, that- and the only reason I... Okay, I'm not going to say they don't have fetishes because it's like, oh, I have like the things I like and king, but th- and and it is controversial to say that because people don't like when you say men have this and women have that. But like a real fetishist isn't. It's, you're not a fetishist because you like to wear a corset and you like to wear right. like you you can like indulging in fetishism. But like a real fetish is like someone who it's a replacement for sex for. <gasps> like yep. it's powerful. It's strong. You can't. It's. Uh, I've known many for people who don't know before I was a burlesque star I was a fetish model probably the most famous one in the world in the 90s and I have met a lot of people and it's like people that have a fetish it's like very powerful so it's not just like oh I like I have a oh I have a da 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 fetish yeah. like no you don't every now and then I like to lick like, a woman in pantyhose no it's like no, this is yeah. my you don't thing have a, you, a cunnilingus fetish that's not really it's something that's, that's not yeah, sexual yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, yes. I, I love that you have a cunnilingus fetish but it's not te- technically what it is I I'm mean so fascinated because uh, like you know the show uh, what is the one My Strange Addiction uh, mm. the guy that's in a relationship with a car on My Strange yeah. Addiction and it's like a full like that's a replacement for sex and I just never know because I was want to get into the psychology of it but then I worry a little bit if it comes from trauma that I'm like making fun of something that's coming from trauma and but also I'm sure there are women out there that have it and I've never heard that they don't at all I've always just heard it's less less it happens less often but where you always hear from people that are true fetishes is like it's mostly men that have that like you know, they get really turned on when they wear, you know, women's underwear and right. that's like their thing. Yeah. You know? That's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I also, like it. It's like, an Achilles, in- it's like an Achilles heel. I love like when I've had boyfriends with a fetish, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like, I know how to get you every time. It's like such yeah. a fucking yeah. slam dunk. You don't yeah. have to guess. Yeah. You're like, just put mm-hmm. on the bunny hat and yeah, we're out of here. It's like, I got this. There is something nice about, cause I've never really been like, I'm just getting to a point in my life where I feel like I like confidence, mm-hmm. like sexually with some, uh, you know, like I've talked about sex mm-hmm. a lot. I'm very like open about sex, but I've, I've never, um, until now felt like comfortable enough to be like, I want that and I like this and mm-hmm. I don't want, like, I'm just kind of like too tired uh, to comply <laughs> with uh-huh. anything mm-hmm. uh, anymore. But there is, I swear I'm not trying to make a joke, but the fetish, the, this isn't a fetish I know, but I did date this guy that loved when I had, this is, this. I know this <laughs> sounds bad and I know you're going to think I'm making a joke, but he did it started as like a joke and then it just kind of became a thing where one time I was like, what? I'm so scared. I know, I I can't wait, the anticipation's... Well, I was like, we would like joke around a lot and uh, like funny sex is really fun to me. If you're Mm -hmm. in a... It it was very toxic, but we would do like funny shit. Like, 
And um, like he peed on me once in the shower, I and mean. I. And, but I, we were in the shower, and I couldn't like I was on the ground, and he and I could not stop laughing. Like we laughed for like two days. Like mm-hmm. I love it when you yeah. like try crazy yeah. shit, and it's either awesome or you just like it's funny. Yeah. And so uh, one time I didn't have my makeup on, and uh, we were somewhere, and I don't know, I just was, like felt insecure, and I just like put a paper bag over my head. <laughs> Just, and I just was like, and honestly, it was like a joke at first, and then it was like not a joke, and then it was like a very consistent joke, callback of a joke, and like all of a sudden there's trips to Trader Joe's that didn't need to be made. Um, but I did find it very, because you can kind of just check out. In I there. would like to see that one acted out too when we're making the can force video where you put the bag. I'll do the paper bag for you. I, 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 the letters we get, let's compare the letters we get. Emily gets asked by men to give herself a wedgie. That's what she gets mostly. She got offered $7,500 and she didn't do it. Did you take it? She Why way, not? She called her dad. Give half of it to charity. Uh, th- yes, uh, she called her dad and said, "Should I do this?" And he said, "No," which makes the whole thing even hotter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, it's for, suddenly, it's forbidden. <laughs> you got you got. He's got you right where he wants you. You just keep doing sexier things. Wedgies. I was in Hollywood wedgies and like Us magazine ones. So, we, like, I one of my favorite tear sheets is like pictures of people picking the wedgie out, and I remember it being like Hollywood wedgies. And I was like, <laughs> this is like, I was like, I am in it. All that's <laughs> to be fair, mine was kind of cute. I was just like, you know, it wasn't as bad as it could be. But your butt is Hollywood just like wedgies. Who Hollywood came up with wedgies, that? dude. That was, I mean, and the fact that the same publication tried to be like, "Time's up." It's like, didn't you do a segment just yeah. on wedge women's yeah, wedgies, like taking pictures of us pulling our underwear yeah. out of our butt at the gas station? And make it seriously. like a like a section. Yeah, like it's yeah. like Hollywood children at yeah. four years old yeah. and wedgies. Uh, a big one that I hear is uh, sitting on cakes. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, lots of times. That's Sounds so fun. fun. Yeah. See, no one. That's not what I get asked to do at corporate gigs. Well, I have to, like, you have to change that. You have to put it out into the universe. I know. I really do. That's what I'm trying. That's but what. That's getting what I'm, a pie in the face or sitting on a cake or a pie is really liberating. What? And you will laugh like not in the you'll face. You'll pee though. your pants. Yeah. You know, if you get it in your face, you will pee your pants. I promise <laughs> you. That's. What, I mean, I actually loved it so much the first time I did it, and I was. You know, when you laugh like so hard, like like I'm on mushrooms type of laugh. Yes, 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 yes. And you're laughing so hard, nothing comes out, and your tears go, and you like piddle a little in your underpants. Like that's what it's like. Getting Getting a real pie in the face when you're you can't you're never ready for it. You're never ready never ready. For Even it. if you're ready, but you're not you're not Are ready for how it feels. Are we opening a pie business called You're Never Ready for It? Well, I had a I party, just, a New Year's Eve party once, where I went to the Marie Callender's. I was I was getting a divorce and I was really sad. I didn't have any furniture in my house. I had nothing, and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna go buy every pie at Marie Calendar's. <laughs> Sorry, and I bought all. There was people in line behind me, and I basically bought every cream pie. Sorry, and I had I had all my friends like make trash bag couture outfits, and everyone paired up and took a pie in the face from their friend. So it was one of my favorite parts. I love a theme party. I okay. I'm obsessed with this, and. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have so many questions because we're doing this like tomorrow. You so should. I mean, we, your I house is perfect for it right now because you're not. I n- you don't no, have a bunch of velvet furniture right this now. This is it. Like we really gotta get. I'm trying to think what. Where do we? How do we you, feel about ready. rhubarb? So what goes in? It, 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 you're never ready for a pie in the face. Is just no truer words have ever been spoken. Like, like a banana cream pie. Like a big expensive banana cream. Some people are gonna get mad at me for wasting food. Let's. There's another like. No, thing we'll eat it after. For wasting. Food. We'll eat it after. Yeah, no, we get yeah. to the coyotes. But like a banana stuff. Yeah. Your cheek in the end. <laughs> we did like, a, we did a like a a food fight for a video, mm-hmm. yeah. and like 
when someone throws a cake in your face, it is just this like. It's like heals old invisible wounds. Yes, yes. You laugh so hard. And you can take it further and get a pie in the boobs too. Like yeah. my friend, when we did the ballet video, she pulled my leotard down and got me right in the boobs. And I was just like beside myself with that styling. These have to happen again. Yeah, well I have the video. And so how many did you make total? How much can I make on YouTube if I put this I on I mean, there? quite a lot. Like, I, I feel like yeah. we can really... We need to get, some, I need to get the ad thing figured revenue out. Revenue thing happening. Because it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. Piece of art. It's an art film. Yeah, I also think they could just be like a standalone sort of uh, like, you know, tapes, like Dita yeah. tapes, you know, of like things you did yeah. in the past. And I then maybe re- reboot them now. It's all on VHS. Do new ones now. Like there's a new Say by the Bell. Why can't you, wow. yeah. you doing yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured like all that fetish stuff I did, I would release it at some point. But I'm like, it's too soon. Yeah, may- yeah maybe. It'd I mean, be it's more fun when I'm like, you know, 70, like look, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. And I've never smoked in my life. Just like thinking it's <laughs> just but the, the, like, the fire. I always imagine myself smoking. The burning sign just hitting you in the face. And this is fascinating to me because I think about aging and you're like one of the only people I talk to about it is like, I can't wait. Like, I'm so in, I can't wait to yeah. just age like wild. And because I just get more and more confident and comfortable. Just even more unedited. What do you think, though, about like, I, I recently watched the Hedy Lamar um, mm-hmm. documentary again, uh, obsessed with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And was it Betty Page? Were they, th- they both kind of just were like, we're going to yeah. leave it how it was. Yeah. I mean, she got really into plastic surgery. But Hedy again, Lamar, she got, yeah. was so smart that she was telling them how to do it. I still use those methods now. But yeah, Betty Page kind of just went away because she didn't know that she was, she, she it, it run its course. She yeah. was like almost 30 and she was like, oh, that's what you do in the 50s. You're too old for anything when you're 30. So she just kind of like disappeared a little bit and had some mental health issues. Yeah. But she didn't know she was famous when they, when, when they found her in their the mid 90s. She had no idea she was a cult figure. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not a girl. I'm like, hey, do you need a photo? They're like, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> that is so interesting to me because I also feel like there's this, you know, for whatever reason, a little bit of a, a, a uh, like a new take, like fresh eyes on a lot mm-hmm. of women in history that were very sexual. Like Marilyn mm-hmm. Monroe is now like, like a everyone's therapist <laughs> you know what I'm saying she's right. like this like I know like CEOs of like banks that just like put Marilyn Monroe quotes on their Instagram I'm mm-hmm. like whoa like, although she never said half of those things it, that's like a hundred percent no no she didn't say any of those things to be honest right. like there's a whole thing of like here's Marilyn Monroe's never said any of these things but it's cool and it breaks my heart a little bit because it's like it, it just is it, you know when people are like yeah she, I, I don't know I just feel like we don't have to pretend that she was like super strong and together you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like mm-hmm. and I'm sure she was in moments but I feel like there's this new thing to be like right. no she was fucking running point on all those motherfuckers like I don't know like mm-hmm. you know just Mae West maybe Mae West absolutely so actually Mae West absolutely absolutely was can I ask you as Mae West is my I have a storage unit full of like Mae West stuff she's my like original yeah, I mean, original she's the uh, I mean, she got paid more than any man in Hollywood, more than the studio bosses. Did you? And do you had is to this, give it to her? And is this just a uh, a rumor because she was making money? We can't handle the fact that she actually. There were rumors that she was a man, and rumors that she was I black. Said, <sighs> I know. Just curious. I just. I mean, look, yeah, back no, then, there but was, it's probably true that they made those rumors that she was a man. I mean, she wasn't. Right. Yeah. And I'm just so it's fascinated. Like, oh, there's plenty of proof because she, she was, was older. Saying. 
Yeah, she made her first film at age 40. And she was the biggest box office and biggest sex symbol of the time at age 40. I mean, she had a huge showbiz career before that and vaudeville and, you know, in writing plays. But, like, who else in that time made their first film at age 40 and became the biggest sex symbol of her time? Wild. Yeah. Obsessed with her. And the highest paid. Yeah. Higher paid than any male actor. And was touring and was responsible for a lot of, I think, uh, advances in being able to tour. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's still a nightmare. Amazing. Don't get me started on Mae West. Let me, why? Oh, you love? I love, yeah. Why has there been no biopic? Uh, uh, what I know about the biopic is that Bette Midler was trying to get that made for a long time. Um, th- yeah, it's been kind of floating around for decades. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's tying it like, up. Like, who could do it? I think that Natasha Leone would be a good male. Oh my God, she would. Right? I tell her that all the time, and I think that she's ki- was kind of for. I don't know if there was. A connection yeah, for real with her. she would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just kind of fascinated by like looking back at the women we kind of wronged because they were sexual, mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. Anna Nicole Smith, like yeah, we like the apologies we owe. Like I mean, when you just look back, it's just sort of you're like. You know, there's this podcast called You're Wrong About um, that I've been listening to that will, like, uh, deconstruct, like, how women were treated by the media. Mm -hmm. Any women that were, like, sex symbols, like, sort of Mm the 70s to now. And just sort of, like, how our treatment of them does Uh not hold up. Interesting. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, I'll listen. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm obsessed with Anna Nicole Smith right now. Um, May I ask you about uh, uh, love? I always ask, uh, because I do not know the definition, I ask every guest that I respect what their Mm -hmm. definition of love is. How do you know you're in it? Um, I feel like I've been in love. I fall in love easily. I've been in love so many times in my life. Most, I think a lot of people say, oh, I've been in love like twice. And I'm like, really? I've been in love like 95 times. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, really, you know. Right. I've had a lot of long-term relationships and I was totally in love at the time. You know, I've a serial monogamous since I was, you know, since I was 14. My first boyfriend was like five years between, you know, all all in high school. Wow. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been in love a lot. How do you know, like, how do you, like, when do you say I love you to them? Oh, I mean, I'm pretty, I, I don't sling I love yous around very easily. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. You know, that's also like a, a guard. Don't say it like a greeting. Don't say it like you do hello. I, I just think like I love yous and such should be, I like them in love letters. I like them when it has meaning or there's actually feeling behind it. Not just like a, something we say to each other when we get off the phone love or you. whatever. Like, yeah, I'm not really into that. Yeah. What are we doing? Are we having kids? What's happening? Um, uh, no, um, I'm not. I don't think I am either. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I never got around to it. Mm-hmm. Madonna told me once not to let motherhood pass me by. That was the most seriously I ever took it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. But I still I didn't. Mean, I just felt like, you know, I've been on this trajectory with my work and always have been very independent mm-hmm. and or been with somebody that I was just like, this would not be a good person to have a <laughs> child with, even though I'm with that person, but not, I don't want that, you know, oh, I'd be a single mother, basically. Yeah. And I sometimes I wish I had had a baby when I was like, in my 20s so that I have this cool adult person now maybe yeah but you know I just feel like I made a bunch of decisions and maybe they were right and maybe they were wrong maybe one day I'm gonna say shoot why didn't I have kids I don't know it's weird I feel like I might adopt at some point but it is so weird that I have no Mm -hmm. sense of urgency at all no I don't I don't either especially in this 
climate right now, I feel a little bit like, isn't it probably more conscientious for some people to bow out of having children? I feel that. Mm-hmm. I get afraid that, you know, with the these airborne viruses, what's the, the yeah. next one? And what what are they going to be dealing with? I don't know. I have, to, I have a lot of anxiety surrounding, like, thinking about what I'm, you know what I'd be leaving behind. Like the impact. And a lot of people I know are just foregoing children because they're like, oh, it's like not humane to bring a child into the world. But I'm like... But like <laughs> I love that, not humane. But I, yeah, I could use that But that like all answer. the smart people are going to start stop having kids then. All the dumb yeah. people are just going to keep... It's like the people that, sh- that shouldn't are the ones that are going to yeah, and the people that right? should. That's a good argument too. Yeah, but, but, but it's also like... Yeah, it's just interesting to me because I, am, I feel so full by my work. Like I... I don't feel anything missing, but I also, I feel like, I feel like adoption might be good. I I love kids. Babies just seem like, I don't know if I have the personality for it. Mm -hmm. Cause do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's 24 Mm seven and I'm just worried I'm going to get dumber. They don't really have much to offer. Like I will (laughs) be, cause I do feel like babies are meant to be raised by many people. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how Mm -hmm. we're sort of designed. And Mm -hmm. this whole, just like you staring at a fucking thing that (laughs) can't hold up its head. Like staring at a fucking thing. I just am like, I don't understand why we don't have the head, fix the head. Like why, why don't we have a, like a shark tank convention where the head stays up on its own? (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Why? Like, why am I holding its head? I have like, it feels a little wild. Well, what is, they just can't put their heads up? Like, it's just, we're the only species that has to take this much care of infants. Like, mm-hmm. most animals are born fully walking, and they just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, this whole thing where you just have to, like, stare at it for a year, I feel like that's going to be, that's going to be tricky for yeah, me. it all seems like I just don't have the energy for it anymore. That's the other thing. Now I feel like I'm, like, at a point where all I do is I'm in the airport, and I see these people with their kids, and I'm like, it's oh, just nightmare. so much bending over. It's just, so much. I, I, it's so... I, it's all having a kid is. It's just you're mm-hmm. just bending, bending over. over and carrying so much stuff. It's for shorter people. I think short people well, have short it, shorter <laughs> people short short people. I got worried that that was going to sound like short buzz, and that's not what I. And now I'm in a panic. Now everything I'm saying is. I just I just feel like tall people sh- should get like a free babysitter for the first year. For I'm this is my cause. Yeah, I mean, I think... <laughs> but you would have the cutest just, baby. Oh, my God, you that it would be in, like, little suits. It would be blonde, it would and be it would so be like, cute. wait, I don't see the resemblance at all. <laughs> <laughs> it would be no, the cutest... I that, know. I mean, I just... I like the idea of them dressing up in really cute outfits. Yeah. You know? And actually, one of my friends who's a big artist, he said, you, you have to have children. The best thing is you, you tell them anything, and they believe you, and you can dress them in whatever you want. <laughs> And that was his his thing that that's what his thing about telling me why I have should have children was like that the is, outfits and they'll believe anything you say. That's also just a straight man if you look yeah. like you, <laughs> and uh, that is really funny. I, yeah, I I don't know. I just I see a lot of my girlfriends that have big lives and they're mm-hmm. like, it, it seems like something has to give. It's something's, something's got to give, and then they're wrought with guilt when they're like, okay, I'll just have yeah. someone watch yeah. them. I'll get, and then they're wrought with. Guilt, so it's just sort of this thing where you're just like, it's the only thing you can't really undo, huh? Right, and then I have that fear of like, so say you have like a baby with somebody you're totally into, that can all change. Like <laughs> all, it. then you're suddenly like, wait, do I want the man or do I want the baby? Sometimes it's like it can turn. It can be uh-huh. all the hormones. Like I'm sure you've 
read about some of this stuff about like people that take the birth control pill and yep. it screws with your ability yes. to pick the right mate. Yes. I feel like there's so many things like it that. It really that does. Like so it's like, yeah. Me. So if you are on birth control, your body thinks you're pregnant, right? So essentially your body starts seeking out uh, men that are more quote unquote alpha. I know that word doesn't mean anything anymore, but more risk takers, bigger, stronger, mm. which tend to be like the guys like that wear Axe body spray and have chain wallets. So <laughs> if you are on birth control, they say if you get engaged and you uh, to somebody, you should wait six, t- go off yeah. birth control, yeah. wait six months before you marry the person. Because you might have just been into them because yeah. you were smelling their pheromones because you were pregnant. I was in like a five-year relationship and it's like I'd go on and off the pill and I just like (laughs) hate his scent. When When I was on the pill, I was just like, oh God, I didn't like his scent. And then when I go off of it, I'd be like, yeah, it's oh, great. Oh, wow. And then, I, that's when I was like, okay, this is real. Well, because it's like, it's basically, like, it's like, so that's someone that you wanted to sire your baby, but not mm-hmm. necessarily be the father afterwards. Uh, because uh, someone that's good at um, getting you pregnant mm-hmm. or is not always good, the guy that you want hanging around, right, they right. just need to move on and fuck mm-hmm. more people. And then you want more of like a quote unquote beta to mm-hmm. be around. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. That's fascinating. I, yeah, I've been on so many birth controls at, at this point. I don't even know. But I think it was more my personality that it didn't work out. Um, but that's a really fascinating thing about the birth control. Um, okay, because, there. yeah, I guess, I, yeah, I don't know. You're just really making me feel better about this. I don't, okay, I'm not yeah. saying no. I mean, I just, it's, it's really just I chose my career yeah because i love show business and i love like i got on a you know when you get at least i didn't never expected first of all to be known for what i was doing it was just a hobby it was just fun and so when i started having these like victories and i was like wow that's pretty amazing that i'm doing this i couldn't stop you know and i just felt like i got to keep going and see how far i can take this you know to me it was crazy to be famous for being a burlesque dancer in you know this era having really crazy fun yeah, uh, so I kind of just felt like, well, I got to keep on this. Where do, what do you do for entertainment? If you if you want to go see entertainment, what do you do? Um, I mean, I like to go to like music festivals and show like concerts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Or I like to entertain at home. Nice. Yeah. What do you do like to your skin? Let's just get to My it. My skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I said, I don't smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done anything yet. I was thinking about trying some laser or something. Oh, I don't, I don't mean, know. I just mean like, is there a... Oh, like no, sunscreen, you know. Yeah, sun. you just do sunscreen no, no. and what's yeah, your ancestry? I'm like, just like a European style mutt, you know, American style, like Scotland, England. Wow. Tiny bit of Armenian, like one sixteenth. Okay. Like my grandmother was adopted and her mom had an affair with an Armenian man. And that's how nice. she was born. So we she have was, the, happens yeah, the best so of it's us. like a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. Wow. Because sometimes you look Italian to me. It's just the hair dye. I know, right? but and the eye, my eyebrows are dyed. I mean, it's like. Does anyone, has like, anyone's face know. ever looked like this? Not that I know of. What? Like, a, it's like a, it's just wild. <laughs> wow. Okay, thanks. But, like, what do you do Think. to your, I mean, I looked up your things on Amazon you use. Got my beauty book there. Yes, yes. Okay, so we're <laughs> going to go all through this. Um, uh, we're going to do some makeup tutorials on another episode with these. But also, like, is there any, like, your, like, a skin, like, mine are always, um, Weird, I sleep with noise-canceling headphones oh, so that mm-hmm. my skin at night never oh. touches my pillow. Yeah, I taught myself to sleep on my back, too, but no, headphones is a good idea. So that you put all your product on and your oil and you go to bed and it doesn't just rub right off on your pillow two yeah. seconds later. I guess I'm afraid of having, like, because I'm a light sleeper and I can hear everything. Oh, me too. So I'm afraid if I wear headphones, I'm not going to hear, like, somebody, like, break into my house or whatever. I won't have time to get my gun. Right, 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 right. How far is your gun from your... <laughs> oh, it's right there. It's okay, right there. It's right. You know. So... Where do I? 
<laughs> we have or my my bow and arrow. Yeah, I was going to say how are your fencing outfit? Yeah, I do have a fencing outfit. I yeah. bet. I bet. Yeah. Who was it? Oh, it was Ellen. I was in Ellen's office once, and there was this giant, you know, when someone just has everything, and it was this giant fencing out thing, and I was like, oh, what's this from? And I was like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's just an amazing thing. I decided to take up fencing once because I thought, well, that's a great way to meet guys, right? And then I realized you have one leg bigger than the other because you can't, and I took a few lessons, and and he's like, oh, yeah, you always have one, your right leg always be bigger. I go, you can't switch? And he's no, you can't switch. So well, then I gave it, it up. Uh, don't we always have one like leg that's bigger than the other i have one boob that's bigger than the other it's true but like i don't want to have one big one massive look at olympic like fencers i mean i'm never going to be olympic (laughs) fencer but you know what i'm saying it's like i just thought like oh then i gotta work out the other leg you know this is a this is a a major problem with fencing that i've never thought of before it's a sexy sport but yeah the big thigh i'm really and look i'm wearing a fencing outfit basically big thigh, right now the way my, thighs, sh- my shirt is do do you exercise like do you yeah, yeah um i do pilates and i do like crossfit training like weight training jesus because I like that. And I also thought that's another great way to meet guys. Like, oh, yeah, go to the CrossFit gym. Yeah, go hang out with Although a bunch I don't of really unemployed CrossFit. Adderall like, guys. I don't, run, I don't run around the <laughs> building and all that stuff. I, you know, have a private, you know, take a one-on-one training. And, but, you know, he'll say something like, you almost did CrossFit today. <laughs> you know, like, that was almost CrossFit. Because I get like, oh, I have to do this again? Like, three times I have to run through these? Yeah. I'm not really that into it. But it's good for the butt and all that. That's you know, See, things. my butt, that's the thing. How do you, how how is your butt so? It's I mean like, it's not it's not body body shapes you know like gravity. it's like I'm good at making moving my body in a way that looks you know yeah oh I mean when I'm performing I'm very like okay my hips go that way my rib cage goes that way I'm like in high heels it's you know yeah you don't catch me flat footed you don't want to see that you know. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. I see. Okay, so, yeah. Manipulation of the, yeah. Like right. Holding, but you do holding have, myself when I'm taking my clothes off on stage. I'm holding myself in a certain way. Do you, you ever know? do any, like, little, like, I do these bands whenever I'm on a plane. Oh, yeah. okay. That are just, like, these exercise bands the to band get the outside cool. of my butt. Yeah. Just always doing cool. kegels. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's squats and lunges and all that stuff. And this, like, thing where you put the ba- you put the band around your knees and you're, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're like, the little monster yes, walk yes, thing yes, that you yes, go back. Yes, and yes, forth. Yes. That one's a and real. one where you, my new one is that uh, it's a you can be standing and put a weight in between the back oh, of your yeah, knee, yeah, like yeah, tent, yeah. and yeah. then lift up yeah, back. Yeah. You know, there's also this machine that I kind of like. That's called the M sculpt, yep. and they put it in yep. your butt. Yep. It's yep. like yep. A, it. I you done work, it? It's so funny. Work. I can't tell if it works. I can't tell if it works, but I love it because I think it's hilarious. I mean, it's a pretty expensive laugh, it feels but <laughs> it's you know because it's really it's like putting like a. It, it's like a. I, I don't know how to describe it, but um, I always feel like there's a thing, like a lawnmower like, you know, strapped they to my start butt. start someone's heart with those two irons. Yeah. It's like two things. They attach it to your butt, or they can do it. I did it to my legs. I did my stomach. You did it's, it. It's, yeah. So you know what I mean. I did but what about the tapping is what I really laugh about when it starts going don't, in and brrr, tapping. Brrr, yeah. T- so t- you're it's, just like, it's supposedly equal to like a hundred squats or no, a thousand. No, no. It's 20,000 in 30 minutes. But like, I was very sore the next day. Like my oh, yeah. my abs were right. my butt, so I was like, "This must be something," but I don't know. Benton's right. convinced it did. They so should much. send. They should send us the machine and let us try it. Yeah, just I I actually was thinking about getting one for the house. 
Remember, Please do. I'll I'm be here for, all the time. I swear to God, this is how I'm going <laughs> to we'll find out if it works. Guys, I've been on school. Hey, I'll go in on it with you. I'm going to be very popular. I know. I, I know a lot of big celebrities have them in their I house. I know it's so expensive. Well, we can talk about a paid partnership. Do you, are, you, are you picky about what you do paid partnerships with? Yeah, I don't really. But I, I actually had an idea for them, and I pitched them on, and they liked it. But I just kind of like I'm very weird. I don't like to advertise things. Yeah. Like I feel like then I get worried that it's not the right message because I like to put that thing on my ass. Like I think it's fu- it's part of my job, right? Like like yeah. working out is my job to be strong more than be yeah. what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. I need to be strong. Yeah. Um, I always just get worried like other people will be like, why are you selling that? People get so mad about what you're selling to them or what's offensive to them, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We need to block more words on your Instagram. I know, right? <laughs> but it's also those are just the people that were already grumpy or yeah. You know I just saying? think like, oh, I love to sell things that I actually like. Yeah. Like, sorry. I hope you find a job one day that lets you sell what you love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so in, I'm so in this place where I don't. It's so interesting to hear you uh, talk about feedback because to me you've just been like so oh. consistently dignified and uh, have made classy choices and maybe that's Thanks. why people just are like. Yeah. I mean, I turned down a lot of stuff like. I think I was offered like a some jeans ad years ago for tons of money and I said no way because I don't wear jeans you know like I don't like things that are inauthentic or I got offered like the Jimmy Choo campaign I said no because Kristen Christian Louboutin's my close friend you know I was like I do that all the time I don't like to really put my name to things that I'm like I don't think it's right unless you're gonna own them unless it's your makeup yeah I like like, yeah I think it's smarter to make your own stuff I mean I don't know what's smarter. I don't know. I'm not like a business genius. Was there anything that you're like, I wish I'd done that? I wish I had done Mm -hmm. that. Like, oh, should have done it. Should have said yes. Should have invested in liquid death. Lashify. Lashify? Yeah, my Lashify. Well, I do love my Lashify collaboration. That's one of those things people are like, you're really pushing those Lashify. I go, because it changed my life. That's why. Because I love lash extensions. Can you edit the book to include it? I'm going to edit the beauty book to include it. Thanks over there. Yeah. <laughs> know more about me. He's like, hey, don't forget to mention. No, but like I was scrolling through Instagram and I found like one of these lash ads and I was like, I'm going to try that. And then cut to, and Callie wears lash. We were obsessed with it. It's like doing your own lash extensions at home and they stay on for, like, you know, some people wear them for like two weeks. I wow. only wear them for like three days. Wow, wow, wow. Because I like to wash my eyeballs, you know. Um, but yeah. So I like things that I'm really into. And so I basically was doing this. I got aligned with them in a really natural way. I bought the kit, right? And they do a class with you on Zoom with a, one of their experts if you want to have a lesson. So I get on there and this girl's like, oh, my God, you're Dita Von Tees. And I was like, yeah. She goes, you should meet our founder, maybe. And, I, and then next thing you know, I was like talking to the. Fa- I was at her place, and I was in like Lashland. Marie, she offered me to be like you know as an ambassador. I was like, yeah, because I love this product. So you know, so that's the thing. Any any time, it's like if if you're doing something authentic, when people are like, oh, you're just shilling this thing. It's like no, you asked me what I do to my skin, yeah. and now I'm telling right. you, and like you know, and what I'm I saying? Bu- and I bought it. I'm yeah. a customer that just suddenly went, oh, cool, I get free lashes. Yeah, count me in. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, like it's in. like it's yeah, it's so it's so wild though. Then to know though, I. Feel like when you're like do I do it on my own do I work aligned with this company uh-huh. you know what I mean it's like you have to like you have to trust I, your the thing instinct. is like I get overwhelmed and feel spread too thin when I do too many things on my own hmm. you know you can be like oh I'm gonna make my own skincare I'm gonna make my own perfume I'm gonna make my own lipstick and then suddenly you're like but who's gonna manage the, all there, of this it has stuff? to be done. all I hear is human resources department yeah. when you say that yeah. oh we now are taking a break from the velvety Dita Von Teese, who is really inspiring me to be very careful with what I put in my body. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is embalmed. And I'm going to stop shopping at Costco for underwear. No, you're not. 
And I'm going to keep doing everything I do. Uh, that, obviously. Not, no one ever, <laughs> ever, ever thought that you would... Because uh... I've been a Dita fan for a long time, so I know where confidence comes from. No, I'm just saying, her, how does she look like... I mean, she is... It, I, I'm just looking at her and I'm like, I need to take better care of myself. Mm -hmm. I need to drink more water mm -hmm. and I need to stop eating trash. Uh, and I have no excuse anymore. I know. I'm looking at her and I'm like, what did I do in my past life to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I would have rather been a cockroach. Does she only like eat like fish oil? Like I just She's feel. She's like a porcelain doll. I feel like she eats HelloFresh. We've talked about HelloFresh before. <laughs> and I need you to count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I love HelloFresh. I've been using it for two years now. Nice. And I sometimes have HelloFresh dinner parties where I make like two or three different meals. Didn't get an invite to, to that. that. Like you would have came. Um, Not the point. <laughs> We'd like to If I knew HelloFresh was <laughs> yeah. there, well, the dinner I recently parties. made the little sweet and little spicy chicken. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. my nickname for you, actually. How did you know that? <laughs> I know, they actually named it after me. There's also <laughs> sometimes like, sweet, sometimes uh, a spicy. zucchini, tomato, ricotta, like flatbread. That's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> flatbread. There's a... There's <laughs> no, it's white bread. White fly bread. There's like a Texas like mac and cheese. Uh -huh. It's yeah. all so easy and so yeah. delicious. And it literally takes like 30 minutes. HelloFresh <laughs> offers over 25 <laughs> recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh's Hello fresh ingredients are sourced <laughs> directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. Contact free, of course. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GoodForYou12 and use code GoodForYou12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash GoodForYou12 and use code GoodForYou12 for 12 free meals including free shipping. America's number one meal kit. Wowza. Oh, speaking of wowza, I'm going to come wows y'all uh, in San Diego on January 7th. Um, January 8th, you'll, I'll be in Salt Lake City, uh, Kingsbury Hall. Now I feel like Dita Von Teese has been talking about what she does at her shows, and no one's going to want to come see me just do stand-up. Not, in in not in a champagne glass. <laughs> you, you, take your, you take your hold off quite often I at your shows. I actually am way more naked at my shows than Dita is your at hers. Your pants keep splitting open. Yeah, they keep splitting open, which everybody thinks is like something I'm like, yeah. my pants And then keep, everybody, those cartoon eyes, are, Ooh, it's, God, it's on the same... No, it's hubba hubba hopefully uh so my pants keep splitting at my shows i don't know if that's a deterrent or a, an attraction an, an attraction well and this, you keep doing those cartwheels um anyway so come see my cottage cheesy butt on january 28th nashville tennessee polk theater january 29th durham north carolina cannot wait to come to the south charlotte north carolina charleston south carolina wilmington delaware delaware down ashore we're going well that's not down ashore that's atlantic city delaware where i made most of my mistakes as a child at in ocean city bethany dewey uh, you, well, you're a Rehoboth bitch. We got it. You're rich. I'm a Bethany bitch. I was made most of my childhood mistakes at Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. One time, Chuck E. Cheese pushed me down and kicked me. Did you know that? The actual uh, guy? <laughs> the rat? Yeah, the rat in the costume. And honestly, I I, I, I feel, I, I, my brain goes, what did you do to that? I asked him <laughs> what did if you he do? was a real rat or not. See? You know who I bet's never been to Chuck E. Cheese? Dita. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that, though. Now we are back to Dita Von Teese. Meet my fetish. Oh my god. You are gonna meet new and improved. Oh my god, bear the cleavage cloth. is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> so her body is is not what here. I can move her she? over more. She's like real doll world. So or? this is she she's is she is a real doll. She so is? this is a wow. robot that was uh I she made, is dead in the eyes though. Made for my <laughs> well, had she had to look exactly like me. Yeah. So that's why we did it that way. <laughs> 
Um, and so we made this for my last special, and wow. it was a basically we had to change her face. We had to redo it because I was getting older, and she needed more like crow's feet and stuff. She was starting to look younger than me, and it was oh my god, it is made me mad. amazing. What is your what? Okay, let's see if we can get her to hold on. I can get her to kind of. I don't know. She has new hardware. Wow, what I like that she needs some oil in her eyes or something. Yeah, is it a little dry? Well, she she needs your She's lashes. Got that sound. I think she. I know her eyes. I love. <laughs> it. What was the decision they had to like just cut this part off and say? <laughs> because I mean, look, I think it's kind of progressive that someone only mm. wants the head of a woman. It's also very heavy. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why. The bo- there, so she has a body, okay, okay. but to carry it around is very cumbersome. Okay. It carry is a, it around? Do so you ca- carry her around? Benton. Oh, I carried it all over New York. You do? Benton had to oh carry her. I did at one point. And yeah. does she have some wigs? She does she, have some wigs. We cut okay. it. We Oh, that's right. Oh, fuck, at the beginning of quarantine. But also my hair's been a different color so much that so we'll probably well, just get her some. That's why I figured you need like 12 wigs. Is it so weird? <laughs> see, I love that no, you... No, but I love it. Like, see, I love that you love it. A lot of people get very... No, I'm into it. ...weirded I'm out like by it. really into it. You know why we are so uh, uh, weirded out by I'm looking robots? looking at her ears and then looking at your ear. Like, I'm really... They're all... Compa- yeah, because yes. I had this ear bit, like, bitten off by a dog, uh-huh. so it's got the same, like, scar. A, okay. She did come back last time. The problem is that straight guys are making these. We need to get more women making them because because mm-hmm. uh, I was like, can you make some like eyebrows for her, you know? Yeah. Oh, and they had just cut two parts of the wig, and it was just oh yeah, wig I mean, hair. It, like, it looked like <laughs> it was like it was like Colonel Sanders. It looks like it, it looked it was like growing. Hair. It was two mustaches on the top of her. So we went back to this. So because you said that about birth control, I feel like you would I'm, probably already know this, but that part of the reason people are so freaked out about uh, robots or dolls that uh-huh. look human, anything that that looks human but doesn't move like a human, it's called pathogen avoidance. It's mm. how we evolved to like not fuck things that are sick or dead. Uh, Wild. Wow. That's why, like, you know, when you see a guy that like sees a, ro- a robot or like a doll, like, and they're like, so, it's like, why are you so scared of this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a toy. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. you know, less yeah. less dangerous than the car you drive in every day. But it's like a very deep uh, primordial way to get them to not mm. fuck corpses. That's oh, how gnarly we are as a species. <laughs> Like we had to evolve to be repelled by dead corpses so that we wouldn't fuck them. Well, I can't really get her to talk. Maybe she's just being shy because she has all these new um, expressions now that I kind of wanted to show you. Mm -hmm. I'm upset. Like, I just love how I love a feeling as a performer that when people feel odd like that yeah. odd yeah, I'm, I'm super into her do you know what I mean it's like it's just like a, I brought out on stage once I was like this is gonna be a disaster but the reaction from pe- people like <gasps> some people were scared some people were grossed out some were like I just love that feeling mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, I was just thinking, I wonder if I could get one and she could do the meet and greets. I'm, that's honestly, that's I don't, the next yeah, thing. I don't that's the next thing. And yeah. you don't have time. Right. Why don't you? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I know we have a lot to do with the shooting. I like meeting my fans. I don't want to make so fun I. of that. I really love it. But that, this way they can just take pictures. Or, you know, it should just be, yeah. honestly, <laughs> this thing is now so much more famous than I am. People come to meet and greets and are like, is Bearclaw here? Like, they want this at the. Wait, they her name, what's her name? Oh, oh there she is. Did she go? Hi, Dita. <laughs> so uh, I, I just find this fascinating because I'm just sort of thinking about like, what's the next thing I want to do? Like, what's the next way I want to like make people feel? And um, uh, like, is there anything that you are like the white whale of something you want to do? Like, this was a big one for me, mm-hmm. like where you're like, okay, n- next tour. Like, I've been wanting to do this thing. Mm-hmm. We haven't done it for whatever reason. COVID, you know, we've been so like as mm-hmm. artists, like had so little options for the past couple of years. Is there anything right. that you're just like... 
no, this thing I'm, with the horse flying in. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I always just want, when, before the pandemic, I had invested in this curtain, which I was really excited about. And then it got to the tour and it didn't work, but it's called a, a, a oh. Venetian curtain. Okay. And it's basically looks like a straight curtain and then it does choreography. Like it, it's a motor that can like turn it into I hope it's an not this motor because uh, you'll yeah, fall right? and die. Like it's, it is really complicated and I was so excited about that toy. Um, but I think we're going to get it fixed for my European tour. Which okay. I'm very, so that's what I'm really excited about is this thing that I bought that didn't work for the whole tour. And now I'm like, okay, that's been the thing because I want it to do choreography. You know, like it can flutter when I yeah, walk yeah. by or it a door, a part of it can open and I can walk through it and, it, you know, or two sides can open and it can do things. It's kind of psychedelic. It, wow. Huh? It's a little. Oh, wow. I know. Cool. That's the lighting pretty, at your show is really incredible. Oh, thanks. Well, that's important. How many days do you have to rehearse in a venue mm. to feel like I everything's cracking? I mean, I try to, I rehearse like before, like all the like dancing stuff before. And then we usually only get like one or two days in the venue to set wow. up. Like for my New Year's Eve show, we will be in there for the day before and the day of, and we that's it. We will be there to help like, if you need any help. I'm paying for it. You know? Yeah. Like, so I get like, okay, guys, set this up. You Are know? you going to shoot it for something? Um, it's kind of complicated. I'd like to shoot it for something, but it's kind of hard to shoot in these yeah. seated theaters without like a big production. Right. And I don't, you know, it's hard. It's kind of hard to get people on board with burlesque in a lot of ways, like TV and stuff like that. They don't really get it still. One of they, my first jobs know. I ever did was, uh, it was called Live Nude Comedy. It was on Showtime. Mm -hmm. It was a burlesque show and... Uh, Wait, why didn't you call me? Comedy. I mean, this Wait. is because you were not even, they asked you to host it. Like, you, they, what? you were, it was, it was a very last minute. I wrote okay. about it in my book, Carmen Electra. I ended up hosting it. Okay. And then she wanted me to write a bunch of jokes. Mm -hmm. And they hurt her feelings. So then it was Shannon oh. Elizabeth. It was like two comedians, two, I mean, we should do it again. Two comedians mm -hmm. and two burlesque dancers. Because yeah. it's like. Let's do it again. Unless you have an hour, you really do have to do it, mm -hmm. you know, with a bunch of people. What do you do with like one great five minute piece? I guess with Instagram now you can right. like post it. But it was, it was actually really fun and really cool. And really like, <gasps> I love that reaction. Mm -hmm. Like, <gasps> yeah, like that thing got, like was pulled, like they pulled that off. Yeah, I love when people have their minds changed yes. about burlesque or yeah. what it is. You know, that's what I'm always looking for in my show is like somebody. I had a like list yesterday to one of my friends who's a dancer and creative director. I was like, here's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I feel like I have my, like, my my list of people I'm trying to cast. And one of them at the top of it is like, I really want like a silver fox. <laughs> like this guy Here, my that comes out and like, you know, he looks like you know, gray silver fox kind of guy. And then he does like a strip tease and opens the shirt and he's like unbelievable underneath it. Amazing. Just like, you know, Amazing. and getting, getting rid Amazing. of the ages thing. You know, I want, my show has always been like naturally diverse mm -hmm. and, and inclusive because like I found those are the, the acts that were the most exciting to watch. Absolutely. Like, well, if you like uh, changing people's minds about stuff mm -hmm. and having inclusive, mm -hmm. I do have one botched boob and one okay. good one. I like it. I feel like that's mm -hmm. a good yeah. Go. We need you know that. what I mean? We need representation. <laughs> I do have one fake tit where you can see the puckering plastic on the side. So uh, there's, there's probably someone out there who's into that. Yes. Benton, do you have any questions for Dita? Or, or, I don't he, have any questions. Benton, I, I was like, I already know everything. I, I don't know, have any questions. Everything. I do. I have, Let's I have, see if she knows everything. Shows. Let's see if she knows everything. So many shows. The last one I went to was like you and Catherine Delish. Oh, and yeah. It was so, I mean, it was just incredible every oh, time. Thanks. I love the, um, 
the uh, like the Aphrodite. I don't oh, know, the the, the clamshell thing with, with the that's bubble That's one of my dance. favorite acts you do. Oh, the powder puff was one of my thanks. favorites. Oh, I love that one. How do you think of those? Like, how do you come up with like a? I mean, it's me and Catherine. Like, just my Catherine Delish is like she makes all the most extravagant costumes, and we would come up with things and. A lot of it would be like, let's, you know, come up with these outrageous ideas and then see what works and what doesn't work. You know, like things that are far-fetched sometimes. But like, and then do you film really yourself do doing it so you can no, watch it back? No, we just like come up with ideas and be like, it starts with sometimes the Swarovski crystal color. Like, we should do costume in this color. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like just kind of things that are a little funny and silly and, you know. Yeah. Has there been anything lately where you're like, uh, in this climate, let's just skip it? I or, mean, yeah, there's things, first of all, there's definitely things like I did in the beginning of my career I'm not doing now for mm -hmm. a number of reasons yeah. that I grew out of. Like even the Powder Compact show, I feel a little bit like, oh, I used to, you know, come out of that in the, you know, early 2000s and bounce around and like on point. And I feel a little bit like, oh, I don't think I can dance on point anymore. Oh, yeah. And I feel a little bit like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it just seems a little yeah. bit too girlish and I want to be more womanly. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Um, I just, so there's things like that, yeah. you know. Also, uh, those costumes have to be so heavy. That's what yeah, I always think yeah. about the whole time. I'm like, these but gowns the, have to be like 200 pounds. You know what's pounds. hilarious is, you know, the cowboy show. That's one of my favorite. Where the, the Texas pink, confetti yeah. comes out at the end. Uh, oh. So it's all Swarovski crystal. It weighs like literally like 24 pounds. It's super, maybe you more. You do do CrossFit. Okay. Just yeah. <laughs> and I was on, when I was on <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, they're like, do you think, do you have, first of all, they said, do you have this outfit with you that you could wear it? And I was like, for First of all, why am I going to have that outfit? It travels in its own like road case, first of all, <laughs> and weighs a ton and has to be insured. It's and, in a casket. and then secondly, though, like I can't do these dances in that, you know, it's ways. No, they, they, yeah, ways. they were trying to weigh you down. They knew that, yeah, that you were, yeah. they were fucked. They were, yeah, they were, they <laughs> they were, were like, trying how to like, just weigh yeah. her down. Yeah. <laughs> you were the heaviest cosplay. I love yeah. you on Dancing with the Stars on Instagram with your translator being like, I need more rhinestones. More rhinestones, yeah. <laughs> Blue de Strauss or something like that. I can't remember. Was that your first Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, yeah. In, in, in pa pa Paris. It was in Paris. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's so the way to do it. So I was there for three months. They were trying like, to get rid of. They Burbank. were trying to get rid of me the whole time. Like so much sabotage and like you know, just uh, yeah. They <sighs> finally the la when I went home, I went home like fifth, and they came up with a rule. They're like, I know this one will get her. Because um, I was doing well, you know, I, I never knew I could dance like that. And I was having so much fun in there, you know, but it, I was costing them more than anybody to keep there for the week, you know, like, like, and, oh, yeah, and I was a pain in the ass for them in so many ways, like, you know, with their COVID protocols and everything. I was constantly like, hey, think of what, you know, yeah, 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 challenging yeah. them on things. Yeah. But um, this American woman. I mean, I had here. COVID when I first got there, too, and they didn't test me or anything. And I was like, can I get a COVID test? I feel a little like hot. I feel a little. Do you think you got like, it no, on you're the fine. plane? I think I must have, I had Delta variant, even though I'm vaccinated. Yeah. And um, and I wasn't vaccinated that long ago either. And I, on the plane, I was like, oh, it feels kind of hot and my throat feels dry. No. And then when I landed, I was like, are you guys going to test me before I step on set? And they didn't, you know. There and finally, I, was, I, I went and got the physicals, the, went to the cardiologist. I said, do you think I should get a COVID test? I feel kind of hot. <laughs> but it was like 90 degrees in Paris at the time mm -hmm. and no air conditioning anywhere. So I thought like, oh, it's that. Or maybe it's a uh, menopause. I don't know. Mm. And I just... It was like okay, and then finally I went and got a test, and They're like, sure no, have enough, some cheese, like, eat this mold. Yeah, that's how we right. stay healthy. Right. So snails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, eat these snails and have some mold. But you do do so many very glamorous things. Like I want to know what's like some what's some like fashion show underground glamour tea. Like underground, what's some, yeah. What's okay. some glamour Vuitton tea? tea? Do, like, do you mean like like Louboutin like tea? <laughs> Like tips, Louboutin. like 
Lubati, um, like tips, oh God, like of how to. I mean, you know that the, these people—they must be the most glamorous people, just talking the most glamorous trash. And I want to know. Glamorous. Oh, like okay, so Glam the hot trash. goss, what like the it? hot oh, Louboutin. Gosh, I don't know what's this. Is this my car? Oh, these yeah, are the playing, are playing cards. cards. I haven't seen those in a long time. <laughs> there they are. You ha- are those yours? They're my- you have like a co- you collecting. No, all- I have some, like just a little bit. School. I have sign every poster, booklet. I know every time oh. Benjamin sends me like a photo of something in his uh, like in your place, like a dog or something. There's just like pictures of you in the background. Yeah, my friend. I have. I, mean, I have artwork. It's wild. Wow. I have your Mac lipstick in a case because oh. I worked for Mac during that. Oh, okay. Now I know where to send my like things. I'm just like you're gonna get like envelopes of like here's my stockings I wore in that show. Here's, <laughs> a, here's one random pasty. Here's like oh these sho- I broke this heel on the shoe. It's yours. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin, I'm a museum. Ben yeah. showing up in Start Bentleys every day because he's selling it all on eBay. It's like wait a second. Yeah. Um, uh, I did you ever do any weird jobs like to make money before you really started? Besides the fetish videos I, mean, I told you about. I mean, is that not weird enough? For to you? me, that's just great fan yeah. interaction. Uh, I don't know. I mean, my first job was working in a lingerie store, mm-hmm. and that's why I have my own lingerie line and all that stuff now. But and it's t- started my whole career. I want to talk the to you lingerie. about this okay. because okay, so I've ordered a lot of your lingerie. I have questions really? because yes, I didn't know what size. We were trying is, to Google your size. We were like trying it, to figure it out. Thank you so much. Uh, I Emily was like, um, what's your lingerie size it was like there's no way this is gonna go well she's like <laughs> i was like like 34 c top and then she's like bottom small medium large like which like which one is the what's most flattering yeah like what is the compliment um but no i want to talk to you because i've never had a bra fit me okay well okay. what is the what is it you worked in a lingerie store you're the queen of all the <gasps> okay so this i hope it fits this if it I'm doesn't we'll get you another size this, so we'll i am obsessed try. with this type of the lingerie that you do it is so i mean i'm also binging mad men right now it is so much <laughs> sexier to me than anything you garter belt that here. i see it's oh, so look. exciting for you to have matching underwear finally <laughs> 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 okay look these i always end up getting carpal tunnel trying to really? get these mm-hmm. yes little guys on okay, but and the Colors that you use. Uh, look at this forest green. So have you ever in your life? I'm taking on new lovers, so this is very okay, exciting. Good. But okay, so so is the is the wire supposed to go? It should be right underneath, and it should like the sternum area should sit flat. You know, right, like be- right against. Because I I recently was told that my because my boobs are fake. Obviously, I've talked about this a lot, but that um because they were different sizes and I had to eat even mm-hmm. amount, etc. etc. Uh, I. I heard that, okay, so I'm a C, but I, mm-hmm. they told me I'm a D because like of how might, wide. I feel like you might be bigger than this. Like, we need to get you a bigger size. I don't know because my boob I mean, is just, like, very wide. Sorry, now. this is no. just what we do. I'm auditioning for your show because mm-hmm. sometimes underwire yeah. goes, like, here, yes. you know? No, you don't want that. But I feel like this but is going to work. I feel like also, they're, you know, these are going to be too small for you, but we'll get the right size. Um, I'll, bring, I'll come back and I'll bring, like, an abundance of sizes and we'll, we'll just figure out how it works. What's that? Fine. I bought the leopard one just to support. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Um, and then let me ask you: you put your um, lingerie in the freezer, fridge? I mean, that was just like a, tr- a little homage to Marilyn Monroe in the yeah. Seven Year Itch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was just like, you know, what can I do? Like, it's to be stupid in her architectural. And I also digest. was like, wh- how am I going to plug my lingerie line on MTV? Oh yeah, that's right. It was I was like, what AD. do I do? Oh, I know. It's in the fridge because they do the genius. what's in your fridge. You are such a genius businesswoman. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to make things happen. I know, but you do it in just the most elegant way. You're just so elegant. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, so are we over here, but... 
just try to be subtle. Yeah, I don't like the big you. sell. Like I can never imagine myself going on like social media, like, hey guys, so this is my bra. You should really buy it because it's like I can't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I have to like be subtle and like if you like things like this. But that is like such a part of it. It's like I don't. you'll. It's the art of seduction one on one. You're not trying to do it on purpose, but it's like you come. I'll let you come to me. That's how. That's how mm -hmm. much I believe in what I'm doing. Yeah, is so. that I don't yeah. need to chase. This is true. That's Whatever you I chase, feel. you chase. It's like away. I don't think everyone needs to wear this kind of lingerie to be sexy. It's <sighs> like whatever floats your boat. You know, whatever I floats love your switch. It so but like much. this is what I like. Maybe you like it too. I don't know. I'm obsessed. And look at the back. Look how gorgeous. Um, and these colors just make me like angry. They make me, this is the, <laughs> this is like the fuchsia that I've been so obsessed with mm -hmm. for so long. I love it with red for some reason. And then, okay, so do you just really quick, because underwear, I'm speaking mostly to Emily right now. I do am at a point in my life where the underwear you're wearing, I think, changes your day. Yes, I mean, listen. Your personality, your confidence, everything. It's like something about how it makes you feel but also like the size if the size is right and you don't have to pull them out and do be in hollywood wedgies all day it's that's right that's like right. i get well, like i can't with these career. i'll get like i cannot with these underwear today you know if they're too big it's right. bad if they're too small it's i bad. just mean like it's like I, I i to me it's just like a little bit of like i hate when people say life hack but it's like kind of a thing that i underestimated or didn't mm -hmm. or i hadn't really a tool i hadn't really employed mm -hmm. until i got older and the pandemic happened and i was like in pajamas all day and like these like mm -hmm. you know full butt underwear and i wasn't getting anything done and i was like my self-esteem was taking and then i was like because I'm not fucking pulling it together, you know? Mm -hmm. And the way, what you put under, you're allowed to be comfortable, but like putting on a bra, like having it mm -hmm. under, it makes me feel like I have a secret. It makes mm -hmm. me feel like I respect myself. I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm not just phoning it in under there. Emily gets her underwear from I Bonds. I love it. It's fun. <laughs> from Bonds. I, I've always loved, like, even when I was, you know, like working in the lingerie store when I was 15, you know, I was just loved having matching lingerie and matching it to my clothes. It was kind of like this fun little thing that I did just for me. And it also, it's like a little ritual. It's like a morning mm -hmm. ritual to be like, hey, I'm doing this today. Yeah. I'm going to have that. Like, it's just a, like a little form yeah. of self-care. And, uh, you know, because I know that like throughout the day, if I like go pee and I look down, I've got my like ratty like thong that's just like hanging yeah, by a thread. They, I'm just yeah. like, I, I, it makes me just like bums myself yeah. out. And like, it's great. Like I feel having worked in lingerie m a lot of my life, you know, it, it used to be like you come in, people would come in and shop for their everyday lingerie, which was like plain stuff. And, and then the fancy lingerie for sex or whatever. But everything's changed now like right. things fit well and everyone's like my line is very like it has to feel good fit right that's the, th the whole thing like everything wearable and usable and you don't need to buy the well I don't saw panic. you have a little bit of a what your the bra that you have on is very serious so okay the bra a, that I have on now as Annie Letterman says no did you ways. get that at the Holocaust Museum no now I do <laughs> I do tend to wear not underwire because I feel like they never fit okay, because I always say C and I might secretly be a D. Okay. It, most people, most women it, don't wear their right bra size, right? Right. I, I would call you maybe like a, a D, a double D even. What? Because also there's a whole like vanity sizing thing. Yeah. And, you know, What's every brand. Mean? It's like where they make the, bra, the cup sizes smaller than they really are because people get excited about buying a oh I'm a double D oh. going, to, going home be like I bought a double D bra today and look it fits perfectly <laughs> is it too <laughs> it's not bad but a little small it's a little small but it's not yeah but it's making my boobs kind of pointy which is kind of cute yeah 
right? Good color on you. Right? This yeah. is such a good I color. Mean, this I is mean, like, it's pretty good. Wow. It's pretty good. Now, if only I had her face, we'd be really <laughs> revisits. <laughs> do you need a lingerie model? Just curious. Yeah, I do. It's but kind like, of good. I, we have to modify the bras to be like only oh, she has a quarter too. boob. Oh, so she this, does? Mm-hmm. You mean there's more to her? Yeah. The whole body. Well, she has, We. I was in I a Foo Fighters movie and they needed to saw me in half mm-hmm. and then COVID happened. So we like couldn't get this done double. And I was like, I do have a robot that looks just like me. And they were like, can we saw it in half? I was like, sure. I mean, it's actually the least disgusting thing that's probably going to happen to her. And then, so now we're getting her a new body. Okay. Because it's, wow. it's and, and also the sex robot bodies, they're, they're not quite, um, you know, uh, they're not machines yet, but mm-hmm. the biggest problem is that they're kind of heavy, but I don't want it mm-hmm. to just be like a skinny thing that d- doesn't look like my actual body. Yeah. So uh, they're making one that's like their thighs, her thighs touch and mm-hmm. whatever. It's mm-hmm. going to make it harder to put clothes on her. But um, but the problem is they're so heavy that they have to keep them kind of skinny. Because wow. when I first went to the robot factory, I was like, why are they all so skinny? This is not what all women look like. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they were like our biggest complaint, actually, from buyers, which is a lot of men that are handicapped. It's also a lot of gay people that get a robot to try out first. So they're not feel like they're not going to get rejected. Oh, wow. And then I'm sure there's a lot of creeps too. But uh, one of their biggest complaints was that the uh, bodies aren't bigger. Yeah, and they said mm-hmm. that's why they don't sell as many but male robots because they're so big. And the, heavy, the right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And basically like, you know, when men are requesting bigger bodies, mm-hmm. but they are just too heavy at this point, oh, which is pretty wild. And then their other number one, the number one most requested nipple was large and dark and as large big as the boob. Large and dark? Wow. Right? Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head down the tattoo parlor. But that's the kind of man. Like, I think that's a, that's a, because when you breastfeed, your nipples get darker, yeah, right? That's what I've heard. I feel like that's that, what that know. is. Don't you think? Maybe. I don't know. I'm obsessed with this. I feel very like, adult in this bra. It I feel looks f- fantastic, but it's like, looks fantastic for like a photo shoot. Right. But like, to really wear it, you should But it's have a so comfortable though, to okay. me. You'd okay. think I need a bigger okay. size? I would say wider, but because I it fe- it feels so comfortable and nothing is I always like most underwire feel, bras. It, you know, I'm like full Steve Irwin. I feel like good, I'm just getting you know. stabbed by a piece of metal. I just feel like a little bit bigger in the cup. And then, do you wash your bras, hand wash, and hang? I throw them in the washer on hand wash cycle oh. in a bag. Yeah. Um, but you know, at this and I and I put them on the air dry. But you know. I also have an unlimited supply of lingerie and I have to wear the new styles every season. So it's like, I'm not trying to, you know, keep my bras looking. I have a lot of lingerie because I like to test everything. Yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to. Do you go to other countries, like when you're in Paris, like go to lingerie stores and like get... um, I only, what I like is buying like slips and like things to sleep in, you know, robes and things that I don't really make right now. Right. Yeah. Are you going to do that? I have before, and I'm house trying coats. to go back. Can to we it. do house coats, please? Yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love like, like just la- house- loungewear that yes. you can wear also out, like a beautiful pajama that you can also wear out if you want. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I'm Some- just, I'm always pushing, but you know, I'm uh, have to like tell then my you have brand, to do it. and they get like, oh no, that's not going to work in the marketplace. That doesn't have hanger appeal. That's my least favorite thing. How that I- doesn't have hanger appeal? And I'm like, really? Well, how does this have hanger appeal? Yeah, I guess it does, but I mean, I don't. Well, I'm always fighting. It but there's it's, it's, it's not hanger appeal anymore, isn't it? Just Instagram appeal or visual yeah, appeal? Yeah, that's what I say. It's You'll like see it on someone's body order stuff, and they're going to get it in a bag, and they're going to put it on, and right, that's like hopefully Catherine like it's amazing. Like gorgeous, yeah. like house coats. I mean, or... she's amazing. My hmm. friend Catherine Delish has all those like extravagant yeah, robes, and it always makes me think of as a Duncan. 
long but she things. has a lot of stuff. Yeah. Long, is it, was it Isadora Duncan? Isn't that who got It hanged? was a scarf. Yeah, okay. it was like a scarf, but not a dressing gown. Okay. It's okay. I, it's I, safe. Okay. It's safe. <laughs> I always just think of my brain just like that. That's my excuse for not being glamorous. I guess I just have to dress like this because yeah. Isadora Duncan. Your excuse for not being glamorous is <laughs> you may kill yourself. <laughs> I, may, I may have my scarf. You'll be so scarf. glamorous you'll have to end it. <laughs> okay, taking a quick break from the heavenly... Dita Fontis. And look, I know, I know, I'm just going to say the elephant in the living room. I know that I seem very reserved, quiet, shy, but I am willing to push that to the side just for a moment to talk to you about something very important. Sex. That's right. Hanky panky. Bumpin' uglies. The bedsheet tussle. We all, we all wished with our entire beings that our parents would stop doing it. But now that we've stopped... Living with a low libido is not so nice, so why be afraid to talk about it? Why? Female sexual dysfunction isn't the boogeyman, okay? It's real, and if you're frustrated and that you rarely, if ever, want to have sex, hypoactive sexual desire disorder, also called HSDD, could be the culprit. In fact, one in ten premenopausal women experience HSDD. But are you going to just stand there? And let HSDD take all your sexy lunch money? No! Maybe? Well, you shouldn't. Meet Addie or Flibanserin, the FDA-approved little pink pill for certain premenopausal women frustrated by their low sex drive. Are you ready to learn more? Head over to addyi.com and schedule an online visit today. Use code GOODFORYOU and check out at checkout also to find out if Addy could be good for you for only $10. That's good for you at addyi.com. Addy, A-D-D-Y-I, is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive or low sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past and who have Low sexual desire, no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine, or other drug use. ADDYI, also ADDY, is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. So your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting also increased if you take a certain prescription over-the-counter or herbal medications or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or other medicines. Do not take it if you're allergic to any of the other ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching, or trouble breathing. Sleepiness sometimes serious can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including boxed warning at Addy.com slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Learn about the little pink pill Addy at ADDYI.com. Now we are back to Dita Von Teese. I love a full butt underwear. It is so much sexier to me. And mm-hmm. look at these on the top. <gasps> Adjustable. Why is mm-hmm. full butt so much sexier? I just like it. I feel like <sighs> I like a thong back underneath like pants and things where you need to not have visible panty lines. Oh my but God. I do. And the brushing on the back makes your butt look so good. Bikinis and full back underwear. And I love just low. Like, it's I more of a low. reveal when yeah. you like pull them off. It's like, and you know, you wear the garter belt under that so then you can just be wearing only this. 
And also, so if you have to go to the bathroom, you can just pull your Yeah, right, down. right, right. But, See, I got to I got to really it takes me like a good 40 minutes to put on a lingerie set. A mm. good 40 <laughs> minutes. I got to stretch. I've got to like like throw out an L4. Stretch. But my god, these are so beautiful. I feel like these are going to be my first Santa this year. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with you. I know we can't keep you much longer. Wait, tell me about your necklace. Okay, yes, ma'am. Uh, this, do you want it? <laughs> well, it says Ramona Frank. Ramona Frankie King Daisy. These are all my animals. Oh, I want one like that. Yes. With all my cats. With all your cat. What are your cats' names? Berlioz and Glamourpuss <sighs> and uh, Alistair, who is my soulmate. Oh, my baby. He died in 2020. He was like Instagram sensation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He used to ride on luggage in the airport. Oh, my God. He used to take him on tour with me, and he was amazing. See, there is this new thing now where, in addition to having to deal with your own animals passing, getting attached to ones on Instagram you don't that you fall in love with, and then... And then they die. And I'm like, like I can Grumpy Cat. I had to unfollow. After after Grumpy Cat and after the, the Marnie or the one with the tongue, I was like, I yeah, can't just... Yeah. Yeah, I can't be heartbroken by your dog from yeah. can- that lives in Canada. You know what I'm saying? It's just too much. Like, I have to, you know it's what I mean? It's like, I had to on. mute. Mm-hmm. I, like, unfollow a bunch of dogs. It was, mm-hmm. like, it was a weird it's day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why did you unfollow me? I'm like, I'll donate. Just please. Like, I can't mm-hmm. fall in love with your dog. Um, next time you come, she's going to work. Okay. And <laughs> we have all sorts of surprises for you and her. Uh, I'm so fascinated by your reaction to her, though. I know. I'm really, I love her. I'm so overwhelmed by you, but I feel like I real coming in. I had so many questions for you. I have so many like things, but your like silence and elegance and grace has been the most interesting thing here. <laughs> like just watching you like n- not just be relentlessly you this entire time mm. has just been I feel really very comfortable around you. Really? Yeah. I don't feel comfortable around you. Really? Oh no, God! Not we're at all. So I'm joking. Friends. I'm joking. I'm totally kidding. I don't. I'm just. I'm really fascinated by you, and I just. I wish I had. I'm glad we did it this way, but I do kind of wish I had spent a little more time with you before this, so I was like prepared for mm-hmm. how, uh, like, like a pre-interview. Like not interview? just no. like I. I've just we been. Are, I felt too comfortable. I've just been thrown yeah. by just how. I'm just. I'm just in awe of you. Wow. Yeah, I'm not usually I don't like know this. What to say, but wow, I'm like fa- I'm fangirling out a little bit, and I'm totally obsessed with your energy, oh. and just how how clear it is, and and what is the word? Like, there's no apologetic, codependent messiness around you. Oh, okay, wow. Do, do you know how rare that is? You know when someone's I like, hey, sorry, I didn't have say. that. I'm do very like this? embarrassed. But like, no, but it's like the it's like this is what I'm in therapy to act like. Oh well, I'm in yeah. therapy too. So. You. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just so in your own body, and I find myself when I'm in a new situation, sometimes I'm still like, do you need anything? Am I fine? And I'm, I just get a little, like, you just come in and you own your space. And no, you're but just, I mean, I'm here as a visitor. If you came to my house, I'd be the same way, like, oh. Yeah, right, right. You know? <laughs> okay. And you're welcome to come over. I would, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I know. And I'll be awkward. I'll pull out Don't my, need the my sex doll. <laughs> I was going to say, we can compare. Can you imagine if I did and you were like, whoa. I'd be like, bitch, can we switch? Yeah. (laughs) I have, uh, there is a very famous, um, he's more of a talk show host now, uh, comedian who collects the sex dolls that you put in the tub and warm up. They're like made of wax or something and they're all over his home. Made of wax. Mm -hmm. And you put them in the bathtub to warm them up. Is this someone who remains nameless? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty known if you just ask. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I'll Google it. I'll tell you in five minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In five minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you in five minutes. It's, it is like a pretty like known thing. I don't think he's got a ton of shame about it, but I am kind of fascinated. Wow. Just the idea that the guy's like putting it in the bathtub. Yeah, like how yeah. badly do you need this to be a mannequin? Wow. I'm just trying to imagine how that works. Even mm-hmm. if you're like trying to have sex with this 
dead weight doll in a bathtub like how do you do that i think you got to take her out and then she's warm oh okay you put her in the bath and then you take her out and she's warm and then you and then so on the bathroom floor because it's like it's gonna get cold probably yeah then you have a whole you got to dry her off it's like because then you're kind of like it feels like you're taking care of a kid that's 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 where i feel like it gets weird when you're drying her off and like sitting her up yeah totally it's just uh, you know men are can be caretakers i mean a very it's very sweet to hear them write about it because they'll be like i had to buy her new pantyhose and they didn't fit like men that have dolls Mm -hmm. they can do hair they can do makeup. Mm. They are like, they're like, what should I go to sh- um, uh, Forever 21 to get the, oh, I shouldn't have picked that store of all stores. Um, I hope they don't see their dolls as that. The best is when they name their dolls. The best is men getting sex uh, dolls and naming them. It's always, it's always like Amber, oh, yeah, Valencia. Like the names are always like Russian, um, like, Queens or something because they think mm-hmm. they think it's like classy Giselle. or something. Anastasia, and then there'll be one guy that just names his like Dot. Dot. No, Can't. come on. <laughs> you know that he's like eighty. He's like, hey, it's my girl Dot. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, but it's always like like Fantasia, Anastasia, Fantasia. Like, it's a piece of it's a robot. I wish I met someone. Oh, Fantasia, the singer. The singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but oh, it's yeah. always like something. So, it's just so funny to me that they pull this body out of a box that is made out of silicone. And they're like, Wait, what would you Alexandra. Name your what would you name your doll? Well, not, I, not Bear Claw, a different doll. Okay, if I had one, because I named her Bear Claw because I did a joke in my last special that was about how um, we get w- women's nicknames. Uh, we get called desserts a lot, oh, like Honey Sweetie we, Cupcake. Yeah. And my thing was, if um, it's gonna, this doesn't sound as funny now that I'm just mumbling through it. Quickly. I think I know what's coming. It was yeah. Why don't you call? If you're gonna call us desserts, at least call us a cool dessert like Bear Claw. Yeah. Um. So that's why I named her Bear, Bear Claw. Claw. Okay. And uh, if I had one that was not sexual. Yeah, like I want a fun name like Butter or Bubbles. Bubbles, yeah, mm, Butter is doesn't doesn't sound fun. Why you could say I can't believe it's not Butter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's not Whitney. <laughs> I don't know. I like um I like name. Well, I don't know. I like animal naming animals, flowers, to, uh, and human names, and then hum, naming humans not human names or like old older names like from like I've always wanted to name a human uh, Nora from Doll's House, Ibsen's Dollhouse, my favorite play, and she like got out of her circumstances. So I like Nora. But that on the schoolyard well, is horror. Why can't your robot like toaster? No. Or just something really a refrigerator. No. Oh, they yeah. make male ones too, right? <laughs> they mm-hmm. do. Henry. Yeah. yeah. Henry. Henry. Henry is his name. <laughs> That's his name. Yep. He has. A, he comes with a name. He comes with a name. That's Henry. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can change it if you want. Okay. okay. But he's a Henry, Henry now. And the thing is, with the hen- the ones that I know of, and I'm sure a lot is changing. A lot of the male one is being used for uh, men that are trying to figure out if they are oh, gay or not, okay. and they want to try saying, I could on. Not imagine, I wouldn't even want yeah, one for fun. Because they can sleep really. with it and beat it up. Yeah, women oh. don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't work out. Women, uh, women, uh, yeah, women. I mean, yeah, I had written a bunch of jokes about that. Like, we we already have a sex robot ATM machine or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like we don't like it. Would just need to like listen or something, and they couldn't yeah. get it. They haven't gotten it there yet. Yeah. I didn't know they were robots. Now I just I remember the real doll thing, and that's I didn't those know are they most were. of them now. These are custom made, and okay. they don't really people don't really okay. have I these. Say, yet. I don't know, but it seems and bad. even mine is really you know Real. they're not going to take over anytime soon. We can't even get no. her bright cheek and. 
her left cheek to do the same thing at the same time. But honestly, that's kind of where my face is going. So maybe, <laughs> maybe they just tried to give, give it bad Botox. <laughs> it's called foresight. They're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, we feel like Chris, Christmas Whitney drinks a lot. She always gets that discount Botox. This is probably what she'll be looking like. Um, you're such a dream. Thank you for Thank coming you out for here. Thank you for having me. Um, the Orpheum. I have it all up New here. New Year's Eve at the Orpheum. We will be there. New, there is, honestly, New Year's Eve is such a nightmare. This is the only thing I would leave the house for it's besides doing fun. stand up it's funny because people spend all day getting ready getting their hair and their makeup done and stuff and um, you know I originally I was like oh I should have an after party and then nobody came they were all like great that was fun 12.05 I'm going home and going to bed like very civilized <laughs> in a lot of ways yep 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 which you know it's kind of nice I ha I've hired a beautiful big big band to be on, to be part of the show this year so I'm excited about that I'm going to do some ballroom dance striptease oh my gosh yeah. And you want me to just do like a speech? Yeah, just a type yeah. five. Yeah. A toast. Yeah. A yeah. toast. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I'll, you know what? I got it. Intro. Yeah. I got it. At the okay. Orpheum Sing a song with the band. band. You know do you want to sing a song with the band? I'll let me, I think I'll figure she it out. Here's a little ditty about Jack and do you have like an opener? Like, do you have like an opening thing? First? It's just a full show. We have like two. It's two like forty-five minute sets with a twenty or twenty-five minute intermission, and it's just um, various different burlesque performers and uh, variety acts. Uh, just as many so men as women, and yeah. It's, Is the Vontourage going to be there? Vontourage will be there. The yes, Vontourage. I'm already <laughs> trying to think of all the ways I'll torture them um, so with fun. tiny little outfits. Yeah, okay. Alec and Elio, the Vontourage. If you don't know how to find tickets, we have bigger problems. Uh, uh, Google it. Find it. Because I can't give out specific... Um, it's okay. It's sometimes just like I'll say Ticketmaster or something, and then people mm -hmm. get like... like What is it when you get... S yeah, swindled. Swindled, yeah. and then they're like, why'd you tell me to go to that link? And I'm like, I didn't know it was yeah. fake. Oh, yeah. I thought Infowars.com was a real site. Instagram, and all the links are right there. Look and at that. And it's at Dita And if you want more Dita on Instagram, you can sign up for So Close. Oh. So close. Yes. Are you a member? Yes. Yes. Okay. I gotta find you. What's that? So close is like it's like your close friends account. So yeah. you get more like people special. subscribe and oh. they can be on my close friends, so I just send them things, which is more 